Welcome. This is jazz just the way we like it. My name is Alfonso Severos, and this is our weekly jazz podcast recorded live at Brick Arts in downtown Brooklyn, the People's Republic of Brooklyn. We play those classic jazz songs of the 1950s, the 60s, and the 70s, well, and every now and then some of the modern stuff. We play songs <clears throat> that I listened to as a young man, and here I am now playing them for your pleasure, and also to introduce a younger generation to the fabulous art form known as jazz. We also discuss politics and social issues. I am in the studio with my good friend for a very long time, 60 plus years, uh, Lawrence Williams. Hey, Larry. What's up, good brother? All right. What's happening, Fonz? How are you today? I'm good, man. How are you? All right. All righty. You ready for a heat wave? I am ready for a heat wave. <laughs> yeah, man. The temperature is going to be hot this, this is, week and next. This is your kind of weather. You <laughs> got that right, man. <laughs> Get my African jeans going. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's going to... They're, they're talking about in New York City the possibility of next week approaching 100 degrees. Okay. You know I'm going to be on the beach, brother. Yeah, I can see. I can dig that. Yeah. It's right around the corner from you. So yeah, that's man. That's a place to be. Yeah. So, okay, we got a, a, a good podcast, and I hope you folks enjoy it. You know, we always start our podcast out with playing a song, a poem, something that addresses issues of social justice and political and social issues. And here's one for you folks. Uh, the name of it is, I Live to Tell You About It. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And it's done by these two fabulous folks, War and Pierce. I Live to Tell You About It. And it's recorded with Playing for Change. Listen and enjoy. And this is I Live to Tell About It. My misfortune follows me like a big mean cloud of friend. If I'm around, then you will sit. All my trouble and my pain They dragged me in a corner With a weapon in my face I had nowhere left to run Except that hill of crying grace I I live to tell about it 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 Gonna try and kill you Got that worry in your eyes If you only knew me then We could skip this diatribe They took me all the way to Chino For a trial by fear and fire If you 
tell me that it's justice Then I know you are a liar I live to tell about it 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 Salvation, but the truth would be enough. I live to tell about it. I live to tell about it. Yes, I live to tell about it. I live to tell about it. That is uh, uh, playing for change. Uh, Warren Pierce, I live to tell about it. A heck of a name of a song, and uh, really bluesy, folksy, takes you, you know, deep down home. Uh, song on social justice. Larry, how you like that one? 
That was really good. I, I, I love the harmonica on there, and it does bring you back like uh, like something that would be uh, sung on the bayou or something like that. It, it's, it's like a like a Louisiana type of uh, type of type of feel yeah. to it. Yeah. yeah. No yeah. electronics, brother. No, no electronics. No, all acoustic, and that that made it. That's what made it so beautiful, uh, especially nowadays with everything being electronic and there's not a lot of acoustic uh, music. Not a lot of stuff that we hear today that has acoustic uh, instruments on it, and it's always great when we do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, Warren Pierce. Uh, uh, was performing for Playing for Change, and Playing for Change identify street musicians and and give them an opportunity to record and get their music out there. And you can tell that they have that. that, that, that. I can see them cats on, on, on the subway station, man. And she has a beautiful voice. So they're, they're in, in, in New York? Uh, I don't think so. I think they're... they're uh, I'm just saying I can oh, yeah. visualize yeah, them. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, them. Uh, they live outside of Los Angeles, I believe. Uh-huh. Uh, but they they have that uh, little bit of Richie Havens stuff going oh, on yeah, there, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, folks. Yeah. Uh, uh, that you know, when we look at black, a lot of black folk singers, man, they they incorporate a little bit of that blues, that southern experience in it. Yeah, yeah. And they got stories to tell, and and definitely, I live to tell about it. I had a few incidences in my life in which I lived to tell about it. I, yeah. I think you did too, Larry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, we won't go no further Other than, than that, that, folks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. Uh, except that we live to tell about it and we ain't telling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, when you get to be, you know, past 75, you reserve that right to <laughs> not tell. Uh, okay, let's 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 move on. You know, we always talk on social issues on on this podcast. We 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 talk always pick a topic to express on. And recently, um, Florida, the Florida Board of Education, approved new standards for how Black history should be taught in the state public school schools. And man, this created a lot of criticism from educators, civil rights groups, and advocates who said students should be allowed to learn the full truth of American history. The uh, curriculum was approved by uh, the Florida Board of uh, Education. And that famous governor of Florida, DeSantos, has made fighting a woke agenda in education a singular part of his national brand. Uh, he he overhauled the new college of Florida, Public Liberal Arts College, and rejected the college board AP courses on African American studies. And his administration updated state math and social science textbooks, sort of cleaning out and prohibiting topics like social learning theory, which helps students develop a positive mindset, and anything related to uh, critical race theory uh, that looks at the systematic role of racism in American culture and society. Florida 
and this governor is attempting to rewrite African-American history. Well, they are rewriting African-American history. Um, and this is all part of that DeSantos program, man, that stopped the Awoke Act, Woke, W-O-K-E Act, that was passed. I mean, you have a state legislator that passed a bill and they call it Stop Woke Act. What does that tell you about these fools? Which prohibits instructions that would prompt students to feel discomfort in historical events because of their race, sex, or national origin. That's completely insane. If that was spread across the world, then Nazi Germany could not teach about the Holocaust and the atrocities of the, the German government in World War II because it might make German students feel bad. Well, in some cases, people need to feel bad, especially in the case of history, of, of slavery. They are trying to whitewash it and remove slavery. And this governor came out and said that blacks, some blacks, benefited from slavery. Uh, I understand DeSantos. He's playing a political game. He understands what's true and what's not true, but he also understands what he needs to say to appeal to a certain class of voters that will give him the opportunity to run for president. He's going after Trump voters who uh, have definite problems with the browning of America and... Uh, the African-American movement, so to speak, and anything that counteracts that is in their favor. Larry? Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, uh, DeSantos knows the problem. I, I know that he, I mean, well, I don't know. But he, he should know um, that this is not real. This is, this is a political thing that he's doing. And uh, the, like you said, the new black uh, curriculum says slaves develop skills that could be used for personal benefit. That is the <laughs> That's quote. That's insane. Man. Now, how do you get that? How do you how for personal benefit? I'm just thinking, you are a slave. You pick cotton every day of your life. You've been oh. separated from your family. You've been separated you can from be your sold at any Separated minute. from your culture. If you're a female, you may have experienced or will experience sexual abuse. Go ahead. Yeah. You can go on and on of what, what happened. And yet this uh, board feels that you could benefit from that. You know. Yeah. So I'm trying to figure out how do they figure that you can benefit from it. Number one, after slavery ended, you couldn't get a job, probably period. If you lived in the South, you probably couldn't work except for somebody's uh, being a sharecropper, you know. So it, it didn't, mm -hmm. no way, no how did slavery benefit any, know, anybody. And for them to say that yeah. is an insult. And especially the, the history of slavery in Florida, where you had a history of of, of African Americans, uh, Florida was for a good period of time a maroon society where runaway slaves went 
and sought sanctuary. St. Augustine uh, built a whole, the city of St. Augustine, a whole community outside of the city that was for runaway slaves. Uh, there's a whole history of, of of collaboration with runaway slaves and, and, and Native Americans and how they fought the U.S. government and eventually lost, by the way, to keep it a uh, free ter- territory. Uh, so that, that whole history. But, you know, it is all part of the inability of America to come to terms with its history. Yeah. They can't face the fact because, they, you know, they fed this lie for so long that, you know, these so-called founding fathers were enlightened men. They were nothing but rich white slave owners. True. And didn't want to pay tax to England. Uh, and, and if you read them, even the formation of this government, they didn't really want women to vote. They didn't want other people to vote, everybody to vote. They yeah, were white landowners. Landowners, that's yeah. what it was about. Um, and, you know, everything they did was around slavery. Three-fifths compromise. They wrote a constitution in which we were three-fifths of a person. Yeah. That tells you. Yeah, well, weren't even a whole human being. Exactly. (laughs) So you know, um, but the but the tragedy of it is 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 that you have people that still buy into this. They're going to take what Santos say. They're going to say, "Yeah, that's right." And the school board voted, voted uh, to uh, approve it. Yeah, yeah. I, I I'm just curious as to. When a white person says, we want to bring America back to where it was. Now, where it was, are you talking about the 50s? Are you talking about the 60s? Are you talking about, are you talking about the 1700s? Where do you want to bring it back? How far do you want to take this country back? Do you, you know, if you're taking it back, you're stepping back no matter what you want to yeah. do. You're stepping back. You're not moving forward. You're not creating a better society. I know. I th- I think they they're, are, they're, they're you, talking about time, but they mean color. Oh, I know. I I, yeah. I know exactly what they're talking about. But I'm just saying, like, how do, do they know what they're talking about? I doubt it. Do they know? I doubt it. Do they know? I doubt you know, it. I that, doubt that that is exactly what it is. They have been. Like. They've been victims of the same system that we've been victims of, True. and they don't realize their vic- victimhood. Yeah, they don't realize that how that has shaped their thinking, both consciously and unconsciously. And uh, well, I think I look at least in New York City, and I look at this rainbow city and this combination, various combinations of all kinds of people. I see in kids, maybe not so much in adults, but in young kids getting along. And I see the possibility of a very bright future in New York City in terms of really a rainbow, a mixture of so many different people. I was on the bus coming here, and there was uh, about three Hispanic women. I think they, they were from obviously from South America, and they all had these kids. They were going on some picnic. And I'm sitting, these kids were playing like kids, you know, on the bus. And I'm saying to myself, I'm looking at the future of America. You know, the browning of America. And it's good. It's good. All right, Larry. Uh, 
hey, man, we're going to kick it today. We're going to go back to the 1970s, man. And we're going to look at two artists. You know, the 1960s were, were all, was heavily into a cultural thing. You know, at least in the African-American community, in Latin community, it was a cultural thing, finding your identity. And the music reflected that. In the 70s, folks started taking that out to way out there, man. You know, 70s was the area of disco. And so you had jazz, two prominent, prominent jazz musicians going in different Completely different directions. You had Alice Coltrane going out there in spiritual jazz, integrating Buddhism and Hinduism with jazz. Then you had Weather Report at the same time going out there and integrating rock and, 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 and all of that infusion jazz. This was happening simultaneously. And it, and it Gave us a, a look at the diversity of, of jazz, Larry. Yeah, yeah, that, that's a, that's for sure. That was a beautiful time. That was beautiful music. That that I mean, whether whether you listen to Weather Report or you listen to Alice, yeah. it was just beautiful music. They were creating maybe diverse, yeah, but at the same time, they were. Whew, it was just so close. I know. It was just so close. So we go. We go. We go. Look at both of those. Okay. Alice Coltrane and Weather Report, folks. So we're going to take it to the seventies and beyond, and we're going to start out with a piece that was done by Alice Coltrane. And remember, Alice was born in nineteen thirty-seven, and she passed in two thousand and seven. She was not only a musician, composer, band leader; she was heavily into Hinduism and Buddhism but more Hinduism, and lived in India. Uh, she played piano. She was an accomplice, piano player, organ player, harpist, uh, one of the few in the history of jazz, uh, a band leader. And, and in 19, she played 60, 1966, 67, she was in John Coltrane's band. Uh, and here's a piece that she did, man, in 1970. And I remember that year, buddy. It's called Pot de El Dao. Did I pronounce that right, Larry? Yeah, I, I think so. I believe the, yeah. Okay, Pot is an Egyptian god. That was your main Egyptian god. And that de El Dao, meaning the beloved. So, um,. Pot is the Egyptian god of creation, fertility, art, and craft. Pot was the god that created all the other gods. And the El Dao is the meaning of the beloved. So it's Pot to the beloved. And this has Alice Coltrane on harp, Farrell uh, Saunders on tenor sax, and Joe Henderson on tenor sax, Ron Carter on bass, and Ben Rowley on the drums. And man, this was an album when it came out. It just blew people away. 1970, man. Yeah. The same time disco was happening. Yep. So let's uh, listen to Path the El Dao.
All right, man. Seems to be a little technical issue here, Larry. It's not playing. Uh, is this something I did? Oh. Yep, it's something I did, folks. <laughs> so we got it now, though.
That's Alice Coltrane, Pa, the, the El Daoud, uh, recorded in 1970 with Alice Coltrane on piano and harp. Farrell Saunders on tenor sax, Joe Henderson on tenor sax, Ron Carter on bass, and Ben Rowley bringing the drums. Man, when that came out, Larry, in 1970, man, that was so different, so creative. Yeah. I remember, man, I went on a few either chemically or plant-based induced Uh, trips listening to this. Yes, indeed. And and I have to admit, I had a little flashback just now listening. (laughs) (laughs) Man, you remember that, Larry? Yeah, I do. I definitely do. Oh, man, that was so good. Yeah, and that was so different, man, when it came out. You know, it wasn't... Uh, that was 1970. It wasn't it wasn't like the jazz we were hearing in the 1960s, and uh, it just had a whole different flavor, texture to it. You know, uh, she was a phenomenal musician, a creative artist, and as she was doing this, uh, not the group. Weather Report, American Jazz Fusion Band. Active, they were active from 1960 to 1986, 16 years. Yeah. It was founded by the Australian keyboardist Joe Zawalu, American saxophonist Wayne Shorter, uh, drummer Alphonse Muzan. Uh, had an international coming together of artists creating this fusion band, man, that had jazz, rock, blues. And the first half of, of Weather Report's career, they were seen as one of the defining acts of modern jazz, winning the Downbeat Best Album Award five times in a row. Uh, let's listen to Weather Report, and here's a piece, man, uh, called Gibraltar. Oh, oh, oh. 
Weather Report, recorded in 1960, a piece called Gibraltar with uh, Joe Zavano on electric keyboard and Wayne Shorter on, on sax. Man, they took that in a completely different, uh, different direction from what Alice Coltrane did with her music in 1970. I said 1960, I meant 1970. This had not only a disco beat, but it, 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 it had a, a rock, heavy rock beat while maintaining a jazz flavor. It was really a fusion. They really jazz fusion, man. And the Weather Report was famous for that, man. Uh, but it reflected the times of the 70s, and so did Alice Coltrane and, and her spiritual jazz. How'd you like that piece, Larry? Yeah, that, yeah the Weather Report is another good band. It was, a, you know, um, I liked it in the 70s, and, and today it's just, just as good. You know, the music is just as good. You know, I like their composition. It's a very good band. Yeah, yeah, man, and, and uh, you know that was that was you see that disco influence because you know uh, music is part of culture and culture changes and the music reflects the culture and sometimes the music creates the culture. So these are two two amazing groups. That, that, that went different directions in the 1970s. Let's go back to Alice Coltrane, man, because she just did some stuff with music. Uh, and this is uh, uh, Turiya Ramakrishna. Uh, Ram, Ram Ramakrishna. Turiya Ramakrishna. Turiya means uh, T-U-R-I-Y-A, Turiya is a higher state of consciousness reaching like Nevada uh, and it's, it's viewed upon as the goal of life in the Hindu belief system. And Ramakrishna was a religious figure. And uh, this piece that was done by uh, Alice Coltrane has uh, Joe Henderson on alto flute tenor sax, Farrell Sanders on alto flute tenor sax and bells, Ron Carter on bass, and uh, Ben Rally on the drums. And this is Surya Ramakrishna. Uh, folks, sit back and enjoy this and go on this trip, man, that Alice took us on in uh, spiritual jazz. <laughs> Oh yeah. Thank you. 
Korea, Ramakrishna, Alice Coltrane. Alice Coltrane on piano. Farrell piano. Uh, Sanya's on tenor sax and flute. Joe Henderson, alto flute and tenor sax. Ron Carter on bass. And then, of course, Ben Carter, uh, Ben Riley on the drums. Man, that is hypnotic, Larry. That's for sure. That'll man. take was, you there, brother. Yeah, I was there. I was there. Yeah, man. You yeah, don't just, need no no chemical induced states for that one. No, not at all. Just not get all. on board and you're off. Yep, that's for sure. Yeah, man, that was a beautiful piece, man. That I was like, a beautiful. I, what I like about her sometimes when she brings in the chimes. Yeah. Oh, man, it's so beautiful. I know, I know. It's, it's like, uh, like, like, it's heavenly, like. Yeah, and th- there's no doubt that you know anybody had any doubts that Alice was not a, an accomplished piano player. Listen to this. Yeah, man, she she just had the rhythm. She had the flow. That just rolled, took you out there. Wow, wow. Okay, folks, we're looking at two different styles that emerged in the 1970s. Alice Coltrane and her group, and Weather Report. Alice Coltrane with spiritual jazz, uh, Weather Report with uh, fusion jazz. So let's listen to a piece on Weather Report called Birdland. This was recorded in the late 70s, uh, 1978. This is uh, Weather Report, Birdland.
Wow, wow, wow. That's Weather Report at its best, man. You had uh, Wayne Shorter playing both tenor and soprano sax, man, and Jocko on that bass was singing, man. Uh, that's a whole direction of fusion jazz, and that's what during the period in which fusion jazz, man, people were dancing to and discoing to, and Weather Report was on top of the charts, Larry. I didn't know that the bass player was the, was the voice on that on, on. On that is that John McLaughlin? No, no, uh, no, that's not John McLaughlin. Uh, but uh, whoever it was, it was, it was yeah. He really added to the, uh, the added to the piece. Yeah, yeah. He kept in rhythm with the uh, soprano sax, man. And it's it's a it's a perfect mixture of jazz and rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and funk. Yeah, I could see him playing that. I mean, uh, the 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 bass guitar, yeah. and he had some high notes in there that you normally don't hear on a bass guitar. That that, that was very, uh, yeah, very innovative. I'm sure they played that a lot at Studio 54 when people were partying. Oh so yeah, that's yeah, what made yeah. Weather Report a crossover band. Man, they yeah. can you know like loved by jazz fans, loved by rockers, and they influence both. Yeah, yeah, with fusion jazz because that's what it is—a merger. Wow, man, Larry, time's going by, man. We got time for one more piece. All righty. We're going to play an Alice Coltrane piece that she did at the gate in 1970, uh, uh, um, Iris and Orishas. Uh, Alice Coltrane, live at the village gate. All right, folks, so let's, uh, let's listen to Alice. Thank you. 
That's Alice Coltrane featuring Farrell Saunders live at the Village Gate in 1960 in a piece called Iris and Aresis. Oh, man. That 
In that piece, you can really hear Alice play that harp. She focuses on that harp. Yeah. And yep. you see, in the you know, the, in the Alice piece we played before, it was the piano. The piano. Yep. And this, you can hear her in that harp, and that was such a beautiful blend with her and and Pharaoh. Yeah, I, I agree with you. It was so. It was so, so intricate, the way that they wove, uh, like the fabric that yes. they wove out of that was so yeah. beautiful. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I really love that. Yeah, you know, I love that whole album. Actually, oh yeah, it's a fabulous album. Yeah, you know that the, the music, like I say, always reflects the times, like the '60s. The music was about you know community. The music was about us and we. In the '70s, there was that movement towards the I. The focusing on developing the self, and it was Alice Coltrane and, and that movement towards Eastern philosophy and religion that played a role in that, not only in black America, but also in white America, uh, looking for that better you. Yeah. Trying to reach that better you. Yeah. And uh-huh. her music was, was, was right there with it. A higher self. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nirvana. Yeah. All right, folks, uh, we had a... Uh, uh, a trip down memory lane from music from the 19 that started in the 1970s on to artists that went in in different directions yet traveled similar paths. There was uh, Alice Coltrane and the group Weather Report. I enjoyed this, Larry. Yeah, I did too, man. It was beautiful. Yeah, yeah, and we didn't, we didn't, we you can compare the two without judging the two. Right, you know, right, right. because they, they were just evolutions of the times yeah. and what was going on. Well, folks, what can I tell you? It's getting to be that time, and uh, you know, I enjoyed doing this podcast. I hope you enjoyed it, Larry. Man, brother, thanks for being here, brother. As always, man. Thanks, thanks for allowing me to be here. You know? No, man, I love you, it. you're part of it, brother. <laughs> you're part of it. Yeah. You know, and thank you out there for listening. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. And as always, until the next time, peace and love. Very close to you Turns me your slave Come and do with me Any little thing you want to Anything baby Just let me get next to you Am I insane Or do I really see Heaven in your eyes Bright as stars That shine up above you in the clear blue skies How I worry about you Just can't live my life without you Baby, come here Don't have no fear Oh, is there a wonder why I'm really feeling in the mood for love So tell me why Stop to think About this weather, my dear this little dream might fade away There I go a-talking out of my head again Oh baby, won't you come and put our two hearts together That would make me strong and breathe Ooh, when we are one I'm not afraid, I'm not afraid If there's a cloud up above us 
go on and let it rain I'm sure our love together will endure a hurricane Oh, my baby, won't you please let me love you And give me relief from this awful misery Understand me now, baby. Please pull yourself together. Do it soon. My soul's on fire. Come on and take me. I'll be what you make me, my darling, my dear. Oh, baby, you make me feel so good. Let me take you by the hand. Come, let us visit out there in that. Maybe there we can find a good place to use a loving state of mind I'm so tired of being without and never knowing what love's about James, well, you can come on in, man, and you can blow now if you want to, we're